Good evening and salutations, gentle folk. Salutations. Hey, Greg. How we doing? I'm doing well. Uh, Nick, are are you are you I'm, on the line? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Oh. Oh, there he is. That's better. Hey, here we go. Hey, hey. guys. Ah, it's a tripod uh, again. Th th thanks for letting me have that. Love back on. Thank you. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, uh -huh. We're happy to have you. We're sorry that it had to go down the way that it did. I uh, had a lot to think about this past week, and uh, I'll bet you did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have something to say if you want me to address it. Uh, whoa, whoa. Should we go ahead and get this out of the way? I think so. Seems like it might it'd make me we're, feel better. That way, we, that way we can just move on with the show. All right, let's okay. let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you. Whenever you're ready. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. I would I would like to sincerely apologize to all Ohioans, or as they prefer to be called, and I I will be very careful with my enunciation this time. Buckeyes. In all honesty, I got carried away riffing on all the Ohio memes from the last few years. I was just trying to connect with the kids, you know? The notion that I want Ohio entirely eliminated or that for anyone wishing to tear it all down or that Ohio is a horror movie hellscape that should always be avoided by everyone until the end of time. For all of those statements left unaired, I am sorry. I didn't mean any offense. And while I hated to miss last week, I understand and appreciate that the number of references I made in my extensive and lengthy rant required a considerable amount of research before ultimately deciding to allow me back on the show. And I'm very glad to be back. So thank you. And again, I'm sorry. Wow. All right. Well, I... Does that work? We good? Yeah. yeah Greg, Greg's not going to done, man. Cool. Cool. All right. All right, cool. I think I think hey guys. that was well said. I, I, I think that was it well was said. said. It was said. Oh, mm -hmm. it was said. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It was said. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, buddy. Thanks. The man. less said about that incident, the better. So let's. let's I, I was with the I was with the uh, the family at uh, Great Wolf Lodge. That's that's the truth of the story. Right. But I but but and also sure. I'm sorry for Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, well, first of all, I mean, that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, Ohio is actually a lovely, lovely place with lovely, lovely people. So I, don't, mm -hmm. I have uh, yeah. no idea sure. where that came from. Yeah, uh, most beautiful and heartfelt people in the country. Really. Oh, come on. Name one. All right. So, you know what, Nick? Before, before. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. No, I mean, I didn't think you were going to try to defend Ohio. <laughs> It's rare that I go out of my way to defend any Midwest Western state, but Ohio, you know, I'll, I don't know if I'll go out on a limb for, but uh, you shouldn't have said the things that you said. And oh, absolutely it. not! It was really inappropriate. Well, just again, just trying to connect with the kids, you know. All right. Actually, well, my kids told me to. I told my kids today I was going to do this apology, and uh, they and, and, and Siri goes, "Yeah, that meme is dead." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Yep. Well, you know, that's that's kind of like the theme that's of perfect. the podcast. Right, We're right, right. On the memes like two weeks after the <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Speak for yourselves. Fair it's enough. great being 41. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> hey, did you guys, uh, LOL is being replaced now by Gen Z? Oh, come on. Really? What is it now? You, you, are you guys, you, you guys won't really want to be in the know here? This is some pretty, this course, is a pretty hot man. tip. I'm not saying I won't, I'll adopt yeah. it. But I'm hip. It, it, Come on, AJ, show me the show me the, the 
the new one is IJBOL, which stands for I just burst out laughing. Mm. So, you know, if you see that, you heard it here first. Okay. Appreciate I, that, buddy. I just burst out laughing. I yep. IJBOL. IJBOL. Yep. Laughing. Okay. <laughs> yep. That goes and for all it. you listeners out there, too. You yeah, heard it here right. first. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. I spelled it right. Yeah. Very good. good job. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's much much better than LOL. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if it's better, but it's it's newer. Well, it's one of those things where you use it until it has no meaning and then Yeah. And then sometimes you're like literally I I I did laugh. It was that funny cuz you know LOL became like the huh. Yes. Of right. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I always go with the LOL OL which is completely meaningless. <laughs> laughing out loud at loud. But uh-huh. kind of shows like I mean a little bit more than just a regular LOL. So if I do respond <laughs> right. to you guys with LOLOL, I do genuinely mean that's actually funny. But right maybe on. we should. I was just thinking of what else the other OL could stand for. Yeah. Laughing, laughing out, out loud. loud. Ouch, lamp. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. Could it be? Could be. <laughs> All right. Well. um, Again, thank you, Nick, for that. Welcome mm. back. Greg, where are you at, buddy? I'm on the East Coast. Uh, You're back. Philadelphia. Yeah, so basically I... You spent half I'll get, summer I'll, out here, buddy. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a hectic, but, you know, productive uh, summer of touring. And mm-hmm. uh, so right now I'm in Philly. I'm actually playing at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia on Wednesday. Oh, you really? Yeah. I've been and there. then Brooklyn Bowl in New York on Thursday. Wow. And then Daryl's house on Friday. <laughs> and then, That's the name of a play venue. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just, Dar- some yeah, Daryl's house dude. is dope. It's a uh, cool, cool. No, I'm yeah. I mean, it, it, but yeah. I just was imagining Brooklyn Bowl, Philly, Brooklyn Bowl, New York, some dude named Daryl's. Yeah. All, yeah. Well, that dude is uh Daryl Hall. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool spot out in Pauling, New York. Um, this will be the third time we've played there. It's top notch. Uh, Excellent. If you're ever out in that area, I definitely recommend you go see a show and get the pork chop. Okay, it's actually Daryl's mom's recipe. All right, and noted. That's, I, I get that every time. It's the bomb. And uh, great staff, like amazing sound. They have a Fuchs amp. Oh, there. nice. All yeah, right, like that's a, what Rich Robinson used to play. Yeah. Um, you probably can't afford them now. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, See, they got too fucking expensive. Hey, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no fooks given. No. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be really fun. Um. And then on Sunday, we're actually rocking a a, a benefit concert for autism. Um. Nice. Out in, I think it's Akron, not Ohio. Oh, New, York. New York, New uh, York, okay. Akron, New York, which I believe is outside of Buffalo. I've never been there. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, I actually finished up a little run this past weekend and I'll get to it later where that ended in Manassas, Virginia. So that was on Saturday night. We played a uh, concert series out there, which went really, really well. Hopefully not a bull run. And, uh, I'll, I'll get into more of those deeds, but uh, cool. Yeah, so we had so we had a few days uh, right next to Bull Run. Yeah, okay. the, the scene of the uh, crime. The scene, if you were, <laughs> if you recall, two thousand one. Uh, you yeah, know, twenty two years ago. Wow. Oh, yeah. God. Ow. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, in case the listeners haven't uh, heard the story, I'm not going to get into it, but Nick and Jay and I went to go see Radiohead at Bull Run in 2001. The Great Lost Radiohead concert. Yeah. The Great Lost Radiohead concert. I've I've eliminated it from my mind. Every time you have to bring it all the way, you have to bring it all the way back to the Radiohead concert. I'm like, oh. It happened, Nick. It happened. I know. I just don't dwell on disappointing days. The Kid A tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We we were in the gates. Anyway. I will know with the band. Anyway. This beautiful album. Gotta go see them do this. We oh oh we kept watching SNL. I bought Johnny had his Johnny Greenwood had his patch face. Anyway, anyway. I bought tickets uh at Nordstrom. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They had a ticket. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, um yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll we'll get to all that. But uh yeah, that's why I'm on the East Coast. So I uh rather than go back to LA, which actually would have been a disaster. Because oh, all right. those yeah, flights would have been canceled. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so in any case, uh, yeah, because of uh, Hurricane Hillary or Tropical Storm or whatever they ended up, it ended up being. A whole lot of rain, Hillary. Whole like lot a, of rain. I saw um, that picture of uh, Dodge. But no, it's been it's, completely flooded, man. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Whew. But uh, it sounds like overall, um, so far, everything's been mostly spared but we don't know about like there could be like mudslides later you know these these houses you see up there on those hills you're like how is that Up. possible yeah. and that and then you see something like this come through and you're like i would not want to be in a, one of those houses yeah mm-hmm. that's just me anyway i'm in philly <laughs> <laughs> good well so that's the long hope everybody out in the west coast is safe and uh spared the damage all right. Um, any more housekeeping to get out of the way? Nick's know. back. I'm Brett's back. on the East Coast again. I'm here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't moved. Well, no, I'm back. I'm back from Ocean City. Right. I feel yeah. Doesn't You've appear to be moving. raining in your basement. You've been moving. Not yet. Not yet, as far mm-hmm. as I know. Okay. Um, about to step my feet into some murky waters Uh-oh. on this particular episode. and very okay. nervous oh, boy. and tense about that. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and get this show started. What do you say, boys? Let's do it. All right. Yes, that's right. You are tuned into You Should Check It Out, dipping our toes into murky waters since 2018. <laughs> that's right. Happy to be here with you on a beautiful Thursday, wherever you are in your part of the world. Happy to have you here with us. This is episode 211 coming at you. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. Happy to have you here with us. We have an awesome show for you tonight. I hope. I'm going to lead things off with uh, talking about a guy that uh, has been captivating my mind for the past week or so. Who that? And um, hopefully I'm not going to anger too many people talking about this guy. Okay. I I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, Nick has a bit. He's going to talk about some music. He's got some mm-hmm. music for us. Sure do. And Greg, sir, I think you've got some uh, war stories to come at us. Yeah, we'll, well, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a new segment I'm trying out. Uh, might be a little spooky. Oh. Might be a little uh, close to home for some folks. Maybe not. But uh, it'll be, it might be a, 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 a refreshing look at the not so glamorous part of life on the road oh very intriguing very intriguing it's not all glam unfortunately not 
Mr. Okay. Klein. Unfortunately not. All right. So let me kick things off here, boys. Let's start with some music. I saw on the NPR Tiny Desk concert last week, Mr. Post Malone. Really? Mm. Did you guys check this out? No. I have not seen this. It was really good. It was actually really, really, really good. He had this huge backing back, backing band with him, strings and the whole nine yards. And he's up there playing acoustic. And um, his voice was a little bit rough because he's been on tour for a while, but played some new songs. And I actually really enjoyed the concert. Uh, so I wanted to play a song from, this is actually from his new album. And I checked it out on the new album and I didn't like it as much as the version okay. that's on the NPR Tiny Desk concert. So I wanted to play this for you. This is a super poppy song. Right up my alley. This is called Enough is Enough. Cool. Long nights in the city of sin. They said I big fights that I won't ever win. I got a bad bitch that'll bring on friends. But when I'm with you, it's like I'm living again. And baby, I'm shit fake, sitting on the sidewalk. Ain't nobody listening when I talk. I fall down and laugh, but it really ain't funny. Uh, take me. Feels good. Yep. I'm a fan. Real good. Yeah. You know, when he first came out, I was like, I am not in, you know, I, I just took one look at the at the guy and I was like, not sure. for me. Sure. Uh, you Wasn't know. he all auto tune at first? Yeah. Well, that was definitely his vibe. Um, yeah. But even like his whole his whole look yeah. is kind yeah. of a turn off. I, the way it appeared to me was kind of a country boy thinking he's a rapper with all these t face tattoos mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but but then somehow i saw that he had on his knuckles he has like different little tiny tattoos of certain mm -hmm. people and he had kurt cobain and dimebag daryl <laughs> like next to each other and i was like, like i don't know so this, done I, I, he, we, we <laughs> would actually probably be best friends in real life. <laughs> and then he did during covid he did like a live stream where he played yeah. nothing but nirvana songs and it was crushing yeah i don't know if yeah. you guys ever heard that he had travis yeah, barker on drums it was ridiculous wow yeah and uh even dave grohl said in an interview later like during the live stream somebody was like dave you gotta like tune in right now and hear this and even and he was like, "Wow," because <laughs> you wouldn't think that the guy could sing that. I mean, right. hardly anybody can sing that stuff, you know. But he pulled it off, and he's a very talented cat, man. This is cool. cool. So, anyway, speaking of very nice, maybe first impressions shouldn't be everything. Okay. 
I got something to talk about this this week, guys. What are we doing? We're going to talk about this guy, Oliver Anthony. Oliver you guys Anthony. Heard of him? I feel like I have. Yes. Why have well, I? He's been, all, he's been all over the music news for the past week or so. Okay. And that's because he is, uh, well, right now he's got the top two songs on the country charts on both Spotify and Apple Music. And I don't know. The Billboard charts were just released today as we're recording this. Uh, he was slated, scheduled, <laughs> anticipated to be top of the Hot 100 for this song that just came out. So he's hmm. been like this huge viral sensation that came out this past week. But as all things seem to be these days, it's a he's a lightning rod for controversy. Right. And so... I thought maybe, guys, we could uh, head on back down to the mall. We've oh, been here. we've been here in the last couple. Going weeks. to the mall again? Yeah, you know, it's another similar. No, topic. it's been great. I actually really have enjoyed our our, our trips to the mall. Yeah, they have been fun. Yeah, I need um, I need to visit the Apple Store actually. So that's perfect. Ooh, okay. Oh, the Apple Store. Nick, yeah, do you remember that store? See the Source at the Valley Mall. See the Source? Yeah, that's where we used to always get hack sacks. Like, oh, dude, do they have one here? They, they do, they do. Oh, oh yeah, dope. Yeah, like, Wait, but hang on, let's, let's turn in here first. We're almost there. No, Greg, tell Jimmy line. you can't go on his lunch break yet, okay? I don't care, it's already been half an hour. Hey, dudes. Welcome to Hot Topical. <laughs> I don't oh, think yeah. I've given you enough credit for like actually putting together that whole soundscape. Right? That was yeah, really well done. That was done. great. That was oh, really thank good. Thank you very really much. Well yeah. Stay tuned. I might have another one for today. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about Oliver Anthony. This guy. What happened? Uh, the story is, and, and I believe the story, the story is that he is a uh, guy that was until about two weeks ago, living off the grid in an RV or a camper on his uh, plot of land in Virginia with his three dogs. And he writes songs and has been recording them on his iPhone and releasing them under Oliver Anthony Music on Spotify and on Bandcamp and on YouTube. And uh, about two weeks ago, uh, this, I don't know if it's a radio, like an online radio station called Radio West Virginia, who have kind of taken up the mantle of promoting this guy uh, decided to bring a microphone and a nice record, like video recording setup out to his farm in Virginia and recorded him song, singing the song called rich men North of Richmond. And this song has just exploded in the past two weeks. It right now is sitting at, I believe 15 million. Yeah. 15 million listens uh, in the last mm. two weeks uh, for this song. And, it uh, has gathered a lot of controversy, and I want to go ahead and play it for you guys. It's not a very long song. We're going to get about halfway through it, but I think it covers all the bits that we need to talk about in this bit. So okay. here it is. Okay. Well, I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is 
Before you start, just to give a sure. visual representation, because I feel like a lot of people have seen this dude online. Yes, but haven't yeah. heard. The There's song. one picture that's out there. Right, it's this. He's this is the red-haired dude with the big beard in the woods. Yes, yep. exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, so, if you still don't know what I'm talking about, then go look it up. But continue, <laughs> please. Yeah. So I want to give the the context before we get into this of me hearing this for the first time. Okay. So. I was on Facebook. I, I was on Reddit one night. I think it was last Friday, and I saw a picture of this dude, and just scrolled past it and saw that Oliver Anthony something just scrolled past it, and then I was on Facebook, and I saw same picture of the same dude, and I was like, "What the hell is going on with this guy?" Mm -hmm. Screw it. I got nothing else to do, so mm -hmm. I pulled up his song on Spotify, and I'm sitting out on the back porch. And I hear the first notes to this song, and I'm like, holy sh**, this is going to be a big deal. And I, I liked the song. Mm -hmm. I still like the song. And it, imme it like immediately hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a big flashpoint for this country. This is a guy that's singing a really simple song really well. That's going to resonate with a whole bunch of people in this country. <laughs> right. And I knew just immediately, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is going to be a big deal. And I knew immediately this is what I was going to talk about mm -hmm. uh, this week on the podcast before and before the song was even done, I was like, oh my gosh, I bet there's a controversy around this song. And before the song was even done, I was I was kind of already getting mad at the things I was expecting to see on the internet that were then validated as soon as I, you know, looked up Oliver Anthony on Reddit and see some of the comments about this guy. Like what? What's been what's been um what's been, Well, what's some been of the blown? charges that have been levied levied against this guy is is that he's a like an industry plant or like a conservative plant. Okay. That right. he's been put out there as like a guy that uh you know, like an astroturf thing that's supposed to look like a grassroots guy that came out of nowhere, you know, that now all of a sudden is is talking to the common people, um, which I think is like really, really unfair to this dude. <laughs> Whatever you think about the guy, 
And whatever you think about this song, I think it's really unfair to this dude. Because I, I, I do believe this guy is genuine. Whatever you think about the song or whatever you think about the guy, I do th I think it's unfair to say he's not genuine. I could be wrong about that. That could come to bite he's me genuine. in a couple of years. But he's They went genuine. and found him in the woods of Virginia to, to get him to right. record I mean, this. It sounds so like he's... a crazy story, right? It sounds like No, I mean, yeah, it's it also, yeah, I, I think it makes sense. He's a, but I just, I, like, I thought it was amazing that there's this guy on just a dobro acoustic guitar singing a really simple song that is just blown up and is on the top of every single popular music chart in America mm -hmm. out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I start seeing liberal commentators talking about how much they hate this song and how much this is a negative reaction or this is the wrong message for the times and how this guy is just part of the conservative agenda. And then of course the conservatives come out and start backing this guy because he speaks for the common man and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And before I get too much more into it, I just want to say that like, it really kind of broke my heart that initially, and I've, I've come really kind of 360 degrees on this song in the past <laughs> week. But initially my, my initial concern was like the knee jerk reaction we have to stuff like this just drives me crazy. Because mm -hmm. here's a guy, a, a real simple guy, singing a simple message about how things are f***ed up in this country. And all of a sudden, it has to turn into a political issue. You know, it's got to be, oh, this guy's on the right, and he's talking. Dude, everything is political. Don't be ridiculous. Of course it is. Of course it is. But who... He brings up welfare. Who, disagree, who disagrees? Like, of course it's going to be political. Okay, we'll get into the details of that right. part. Yes, absolutely. And that that's that's part of my issue with the song. But his his main message in this song is that I'm working hard. It's powerful. And, and my dollar doesn't work anymore and it's and, and I'm hurting. hurting. Yeah. That's the main message of the song. Mm -hmm. And that resonates with a bunch of people. Absolutely. And I don't does. understand why the left cannot get onto that message. And like that should be the left's message too. Because he's <laughs> as on welfare. well as the right's message, you know. But instead the left has to say Oh, this guy's, you know, they, they want to turn him into a racist. They want to turn him into like this dog whistling guy. And that stuff drove me crazy initially. Okay. I that was my, that was kind of my initial reaction to all this. I don't I want to get you guys takes, takes on this, this song, Nick. No, I'm ahead. sorry, Greg. Do you want to, do you want to jump? I, I, you, I don't want to. You go ahead. You go ahead, Nick. I'll, I'll wait. I, much less, much like this one, this song, it was, it's like, oh man, this is a really powerful song. This is like, this is like, like in the sixties, like the songs that really resonated with the generation of people and they contain politics too. And they immediately charged people on the other side who were like, ah, you know, all you hippies. Da, 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 da. So it, it is a political song it, it, in that he, he, he's including like what he's, I mean, he's talking about, uh, I'm assuming he's talking about everybody, you know, the, the DC and, 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 and New York. I like shouldn't that's, have said that's it's everybody. not a political song. It is a political song. Right. But I, I didn't mean that it had. Like, it's not a message that has to be grabbed by one Polarized. of the two sides. Polarized. I, I don't think so. Right, right. I, it, it is unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, it's unfortunate that they would take the person and just immediately assume... Attack. Well, attack, yes. and, and, you know, as, as, Jay, as Jay pointed out, this guy's racist. It's like... But he did. But that that has nothing to do with the song. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you see that kind of stuff because... If if you're gonna associate him with one side, you're just gonna lump him in with every single other uh, stereotype. 
of that right. side. And right. I saw that as well. I, There's I, I been saw articles that, from like yeah. Rolling Stone, Variety, Slate that have kind of like, I mean, it, they're really, really poorly written. Yeah. They're and, and they lump this guy in with like a bunch of stuff that he's not connected with. And they, they make these like really loose associations and point, paint this guy in a really bad light. I, just, I think that's unfair. That I, was I my agree. initial reaction. I 100% agree. Um, and, and I think he probably, what he didn't realize is, I mean, this some radio station came out to him recorded his music like he was putting it out there but you know i'm, I'm sure this is as much a, a kind of him adjusting to all of this fame out of nowhere than yeah. anything else um but it's it's a message of anger it's a message that talks about politics and and uh and i think like and the hard thing is he he, he kind of makes this he, he gives an example of like that well the welfare queen which is like this unfortunate right. old trope that and as somebody i mean i work for a, I work for Goodwill, and 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 this is not something I don't hear um, in 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 dialogue with people about the services that we provide because we deal with homeless people. But I can repeat what what I've heard our mission director say numerous times, who's been here for a few years, which is I, I'm sure these people are out there, but that's not who I'm meeting. Yeah. The the people that want help. So and the people that you help get signed up for like you know for food stamps or for for SNAP EBT, which is like welfare basically and so it's it's unfortunate that it also puts everybody that that's on government assistance into like this you know overweight lazy can't like side because that is also kind of like like an ignorant stereotype yes in my opinion so um it's not perfect but it certainly does resonate and yeah and 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 it's I, i think it's hopefully like with any good music that 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 persists past the moment and and the backlash that occurs within the moment and then just becomes like a song that's on the radio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, if I may for a second, I mean, what, what Jay said right away, is like, this is a, just a really good song sung really well, like a really simple song by a simple guy. And that isn't that what country is supposed to be. Yes. Right. Yes. But yes. we don't really have that in the like post 24 hour news cycle social media age the country that we get is like this is basically pop with you know and and uh and you know i lifted that from some somebody else i heard you know so i won't take credit but you know when you you can't compare this to like keith urban right Right. you know what i'm saying Uh, and so and it does resonate and um i i think that nick brings up a really good I think you guys are both bringing up really good points and I, I you know the fact that it gets people talking is the whole point of music to begin with mm-hmm. right and uh you know and it's it's cool that it's actually like bringing up emotion mm-hmm. yeah. you know but but with that emotion comes these like weak arguments from both sides yes I think yeah because they're each trying to take to ride that emotion to get the views that they want to get the views that he's getting. That's mm-hmm. all they're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So th- that, yeah. Give and, you a yeah. So like, you know, whether it's Ben Shapiro or Rachel Maddow or whoever, they want the 27 million streams or however, right. you know, yeah. that they, and you know, they so get they're talking about it. Yeah. So they're talking about it because they know that people are listening to him. But, uh, you know, Jay, you brought wanted to talk about this so i actually did give it a first listen on my train ride yesterday yeah and then i also 
uh, after I clicked on that, noticed on the you know the right column of my YouTube, uh, some more recent videos that Oliver Anthony posted, where he's basically you know like driving in his car and he's talking. He's he's like, man, this week has been crazy. Yeah, and <laughs> and he definitely seems like a genuine guy. He seems like yeah. a genuine guy. I, yeah. I mean, the, the, you know. To, I think it's a little conspiracy theory to say like this guy's a plan. I mean, you, you got you know you gotta have you gotta have to bring something else to the table, right? Now, if if you if you're like, look, here's the properties this guy owns. Here's a contract he signed with <laughs> right. Fox News. You know, like here's, <laughs> you know, like if if you showed me that, I'd be like, okay, I believe you. Never mind. But I uh, I don't that hasn't see, come to light to date. I and really I'm sure don't think that's plenty of people out there looking for that information yeah, of course and there's a lot of there's many people wishing that you know or hoping, yeah. you know and uh but there's you know there's all those all that wishful thinking and then there's reality and i think that this guy kind of gave a uh, a hard dose of uh, reality to uh mm -hmm. a lot of people and you know I, I i give him props for that because it's hard to do these days musically yeah. you have to really be a good uh communicator yeah and yeah, uh, you know so that's it well that's awesome i this conversation went way better than i thought it would <laughs> this is, we've kind of touched on all the points that i wanted to get across i i think uh the only other thing i wanted to say is that i think the biggest thing that i've come full circle on in the past week is the whole line about you know the the welfare part you know, initially when I first heard it, I was just like, well, that's kind of just, that's a, that's a really funny line. Like, that's, that's a funny mm -hmm. part of the song. Mm -hmm. um, and it's clever. But. And I don't that's know probably why, that's so, probably why it's there. Because it was just like funny and like made the yeah, point. And well, yeah, well, well, yeah. well phrased. Yeah. Like the wording works. But I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Billy Bragg, you guys know the musician Billy Bragg? Mm-hmm. Um, he got, he came out and did uh, that album with Wilco a couple years ago um, of redoing a bunch of Woody right. Guthrie songs. Yeah. So he came out with a response song to this song that was, I mean, it's not as good as the original song, but it's kind of his response to this. And, you know, it, initially I was like, oh, that's that's a really dumb thing to do. But then the more I thought about it and the the liberal in me reminded myself that we don't we don't punch down, right? Like the working class should not punch down on each other like right. we need to build each other up right and the line about blaming people on welfare is really what the capitalists want you to do they want right. you to blame everybody else but the people in power right so now you got a guy that's blaming people that are eating fudge rounds on the government dime mm -hmm. and so billy bragg's response to this was like we'll go form a union at work you know Mm -hmm. And that's all very pie in the sky as well. And it's very communist and very lefty. But that's really where my heart lies. And once I like heard his version of the song, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're supposed to be building each other up and not knocking each other down because we're in this together. We're all part of this lower and middle class. And we can't just point at like invisible forces out there and say they're the problem. We got to do something about it. So right. that was kind of my final left turn. Right. Anyway, thank you guys. Um, cool. I, I, I appreciate you guys giving the song a listen. I, I think it is a powerful song, and I think we're going to be hearing about it for a while. Oh, the other thing I want to say is that I, I really think it's a shame that it gets linked in with that Jason Aldean song from a couple, that we talked about a couple. Very ago. different, very different circumstance. This, right? Yeah, yeah, this is a much more uh, interesting 
authentic topic. Yeah. You know, honestly. Yeah. I already forgot about that Jason Aldean song. Damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the spear, uh, uh, the the spark for Hot Topical. So that's right. That's right. Here we are. Yeah. We and we've had so many good trips to the mall. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, by the way, where do we get fudge rounds around here? <laughs> <sighs> gotta, gotta ask Uncle Sam for that, man. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. That was great. Uh, Nick, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys. All right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna actually take. So you just you borrowed uh, what was originally Greg's bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow one of yours, Jay. If that's all Ooh. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that okay? Oh man. This Please. Do you, w- would you mind queuing up um, some uh, three for Thursday? Oh, I would love to. Let's do thank it. Thank you so much. All right. Three, Three, four, four Thursday. Thursday. Three, Three, four, four Thursday. Thursday. Three, Three, four, four Thursday. Thursday. Three, four, four Thursday. I get the image of you just kind of like getting nudged off of a ledge while that's like it's you're just kind of like nervous. Ner- Three, four Thursday. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I think that last chord has a sixth in it. Ooh. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Three for Thursday. Uh, I've got I've got a song that is new to me. I've got uh, a new release, and I have a new remix. Ooh. Snap. Why don't we uh, – what do we want to hear first? Any any requests? Dealer's choice. All right. All right. This one, this one was new to me. This came up – actually, Apple's got a new uh, – they finally decided because – okay. Apple Music does this thing, right, where – Spotify has got all these wonderful playlists um, that they create for you. Um, Apple's got like your station and it'll create, it also has like the art, you know, similar artists stations that it'll make for you, but it's got like Nick's station. But the problem is that I think, I think I, 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 I venture to guess that the challenge with that is that some people really want songs they already know in their station. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and some people want to hear some new stuff that is like the stuff that they already listen to it's in their balance. station. Right? Tough balance. Well, Apple has Apple has decided. All right, this solves it all. We're going to release a discovery station, which uh, is for you to discover new music that you have not yet listened to. Got it. So I've been riding that for about a, a week now, uh, which has nice. been awesome. Um, so this song is new to me. This is not a new song. Um, this is uh, this is actually a song from I guess what what year was this? Nineteen seventy one, maybe. Sounds right. 70, yeah, 71. 71. Uh, by a band called The Who. Who? That that is that they're called The Who, uh, and it's getting in tune.
Yeah, man. I think that's the first time we played the Who on the on might the be, might be. Um, this is from this was from there was I guess Pete Townsend had had prepared a follow up rock opera to Tommy Lighthouse. Light, Lighthouse, Lifehouse, Lifehouse, yeah, Lifehouse, yeah. called Lifehouse, and this was originally part of that project, but it ended up making it on the next album, which was just a traditional rock album called "Who's Next." Who's next? Um, but that op- the opening line where he's just like, I- "I'm just singing what's in front of me," and that, <laughs> but Roger Daltrey man can just make anything sound so freaking he's good. So good, he's so, so freaking good. good. Uh, <laughs> his, contr- his vocal control on that is so good. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> I love that band. Greg, you keep pulling the mic up. I keep thinking you're gonna say that. Yeah, I, uh, I ha- it's weird, man. I, I, I have I have mixed feelings about the Who. Okay, I really do. There, it's one of these like Jekyll and Hyde things for me. Mm-hmm. Where like mo- there's things about them that I love, and then there's things about them that I'm like, really, you know? <laughs> like um, what? But I, 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 well, like even just on that last tune, it's like, like okay, like take take Bent Whistle's bass playing, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like. It's awesome. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, <laughs> this really what should be happening? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, and then even Daltrey's uh, vocals. Mm-hmm. It's like a little too theatrical for me. <laughs> but that... <laughs> and you know, I'm a prog guy. It's weird. Like, I, I, that's why I'm saying it's, it's, a, it's a strange... I keep, hope, I keep hoping for the day where I'm like, bam, I love The Who now. And I have all these records that I'm going to go enjoy. Yeah. And it just never happens. No, they're, they're, they're quite theatrical. I don't know if that'll ever be something that, that falls into place for you. The funny thing is it, I, there was like a discomfort. It was like an awkwardness. There was like a, when I first heard it, I looked it up and I was like, it makes so much sense. This was going to be on like his next rock opera Uh, because Tommy is quite, uh, yeah, theatrical uh, in places. And Um, it's cool because they have chops. I, I saw the Who lot twice at Desert Trip with Pino mm-hmm. Palladino on bass. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was awesome, but again, I didn't go home and start listening to a bunch of Who records. I just yep. didn't, you know. Yep. I still haven't. And uh, what I did do is go listen to a bunch of Dylan records, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it, uh, and Neil Young, but the Who. I just I. It just, it's never clicked for me. I don't know if it's, I think Daltrey is a big part of it because (laughs) Jay, it's not to knock him. He's obviously like a, like a legend and, and, you know, he has this amazing vocal control and there's moments where, yeah, you know, the, the, who we won't get fooled again. Like the scream at the end, it's the best scream in rock. I I, I get it. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, but it's up there. Um, And then, you know, the other thing that kind of bums me out about the who is, Uh um, is uh, <clears throat> Townsend's like attitude? Mm. He really does not seem like a pleasant person. Yeah, um, no. I don't know this f- f- fact, and I do happen to know someone who's worked with him very closely on the solo material. Um, and he wouldn't have. And he, he's a very pleasant person, so I can't imagine that Townsend would yes. be such a jerk. But he seems to me like the Carl Malone of rock. <laughs> Like, you, mm. you ever listen? You ever listen to Carl Malone talk about Michael sure. Jordan? He's like sure. so like jealous and bitter, and it's like the yeah. same way when you hear Pete Townsend talk about like Jimmy Page, and he's just like, ah, they're oh, not yeah. that great. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I I I read his entire autobiography. It's filled with that. He's he's absolutely a, a jerk. But 
Okay, still a so genius. so uh, so I'm not I'm not super out of line for saying you like that. plenty of bands with jerks as the that's true, band. but for some reason he's not endearing. To <laughs> not theatrical jerks. Well, okay. yeah, and <laughs> I, I will say this though: I all have always been blown away by Keith Moon's drumming. Of course, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So so, so that, that totally. that's yeah. He was the real deal. Um, but even he, like you know, he's like setting off you know dynamite and this <laughs> had to do something. <laughs> They were doing rock operas. Permanently yeah. damaged uh, Pete's hearing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just. Sorry, Pete. Some, I don't know what it is. Anyway, hey, right. change my mind. Here I am. I, <laughs> I, I'm an open book, man. I, I, well, I, that was new to me, and I just thought I'd share it, and I appreciated the dialogue. So no worries yeah, whatsoever. Well, and I appreciate listening to that. I'm, I may go give that another spin. It was it, honestly, it was just kind of like it was. It just kicked when it first came on. I was just like, because it comes in, and I was like, ah. Who, well, just great. Greg, just give just give who's next the album. I have it on 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 wax. That's the only album of theirs. Let's spin have. it again. All right, and I do like live at Leeds. I I, I like the early I mean, Who. Like can't explain, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. I know that's a little bit need, about the Who. Man. I'm not when like I'm not some, nuts, I'm, yeah. I'm not a total noob. I'm not a Who. You got noob. live at Leeds and who's next? What else do you need? Okay. Anyway. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> well, let's try. Here's here's my next pick. Um, this is this one's a new release. Um, this is by a band called Night Beats, and okay. the song is called Hot Gee. Sexy. I like that. It's, I like that is, a lot. It's it, every single time I hear it, it's like, is there that much reverb? But <laughs> but I really lots of guitar noodling going on in there. And well, uh I mean it sounds like King Gizzard or Tame Impala or yeah, kind of yeah, it's got that like Southern Cali rock, you know. Sounds like Quang Bin. Yeah, a Quang little bit. Bin, yep. Yep. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Some yeah, so well, somewhere between Quang Bin and, and and uh yeah, and like a gizzard or a tame, something like that. Right on. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Great. I dig it. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know a ton about them. I also haven't listened to the whole album. So I'm but I am gonna I'm gonna give it a listen and I will report. You know what back. I'm listening to tomorrow at work. What's that? I know what I'm listening to tomorrow at work. A little hockey. Yeah, baby. All right, beautiful. Uh and last up, this one just blew my mind. Um we've played the band Bad Bad Not Good before. Uh, and we've actually talked about them. I think I brought them up because they popped up on my station and greg was like yeah dude and then just went into all the connections that it has to all these other uh, jazz artists but they 
I don't know if they were if they've worked with Turnstile or just decided to go ahead and do remixes of uh, of songs from Turnstile's Glow On. Uh, yeah, that's like two two three years ago. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Twenty twenty one maybe at the at the latest mm-hmm. or earliest. Um, yeah, so they just decided to do a bunch of uh, Turnstile songs from from uh, Glow On, and uh, interesting. And it was just it was such a convergence of two artists that I only found through this podcast mm. uh, that that I uh, I thought ah screw it I'll just uh, I'll toss this on as my as my third oh, yeah. three for Thursday. So this is. No, yeah, Alien Love Call. Keeps getting keeps getting spicier and sexier. It's uh, it's a cool. Jo- they do a cool job with that stuff. It's like dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just to see Turnstile, Blood Orange, and Bad Bad Not Good as like the listed artists for a track was just uh, <laughs> it was too fun not to include. So right on. Well, that's what that's I got? Cool, yeah. All right. Very cool. All right, Greg. Uh, what are we yeah. doing, man? Okay. So yeah, I got some I got some clips I want to play you. Um, okay. This is actually something that um, I thought uh, would be interesting f- for you guys because I've brought up this um, this music before many times, um, and this is kind of a different perspective. I want I want you guys to take a listen to this piano cover. Okay. Oh. Okay. And uh, you know, without saying anything about it, I just want you to ha- listen to it with an open mind. Okay. And then I'll just. Go- I'll I'll share some points about it with you. Uh, Jay, if you would.
Nice. 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 Okay. That's interesting. Okay. So this is actually a piano cover of a Meshuggah song. Oh. Called Dancers to a Discordant System. Actually, okay. one of my I knew favorite. that sounded familiar. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, if you listen to that left hand, it's, first of all, that's an insane thing to be able to play. Dude. Because, <laughs> first of all, that left hand is doing like a polyrhythm against kind of a slow four that you're not even really hearing. Right. Um, but then he's also shredding the guitar solo with his right hand. So <laughs> it, it's pretty wild. This, uh, this guy's name, I mean, his YouTube channel is called Sequoia Sounds. Um, mad props to, to whoever this is. I, don't, I can't see in <laughs> One comment says, You played the solo with one hand and held the rhythm with the other? What kind of cyborg <laughs> is this? <laughs> <laughs> and Not it true. sounds like 20th century atonal music. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just so you guys understand the source, here's the original uh, song at that same section. Check this out. back down this right. rabbit hole again but like i just like to me when i'm listening to that song i'm like bump i'm nodding my head bump 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 and then i look at greg and he's like bump bump oh yeah you'll get like i'm like oh yeah that's right okay that's right it's this is a slow four thing right okay like i can hear it i can hear it no i can't hear it okay i know kind of hear it i can kind of hear it you got it's like a meditation or something you like you yeah. gotta like you gotta really focus because they're, they're like distracting you with these polyrhythms yeah mm -hmm. but if you can really lock in if you i just imagine the sway of the crowd oh my god dude I, when you see i've seen them play this live a few times yeah. and it's just like it's like going to church or something it's crazy because <laughs> no, the whole crowd there gets it like yeah. that's why they're there yeah yeah but it only but that's the cool thing about seeing it live too is it you know it only takes like one in 20 to give everybody else the motion of what needs to be happening yeah and and, and then everybody is in, in like synchronized to it but but it but again it's like it to be a fan to the point where you're like i have to buy a ticket to see this it's like you've mm -hmm. already reached that point okay as a listener you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah. and like yeah there's literally like tutorials online for how to listen to this band <laughs> Okay, so 
you know, I'm not trying to say. That I'm like, <laughs> I know when they when it comes to the instruction manual, that's no, but it's but you know, look, it's it it, it took You're me doing a, while. a little bit of gate doing a little bit of gatekeeping over there, Mr. Loman. Well, look, are you I saying mean, I can't come to the show and if no, I started going like you could do my that like this, people would be. I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you can't come. All are welcome. They'll just encourage you to leave. No, no one's. <laughs> no, no, nobody's saying that. See, and that's the thing. That's see, that's a that's a stereotype because it's is a metal it? band. You just no. said. You just no, said. No, I said that if that the people who came have already have reached this point where that's how they listen to the music. That's why they are like desperate to go. Got it. It has nothing to do with like you're not allowed to come in if you don't listen to it like this uh-huh. Uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. It's just a matter of like, oh, well, I, I, everybody there has accepted that it's a slow, grooving band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? And that's totally. why we all go, and it's like this automatically, like we're all, we're all buddies. And then they come Jay on. He just wants to be in that club. He just doesn't sounds have a sway. Like, it sounds a lot like the Grateful Dead. To be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. That might be true, except you know, it's this is like math stuff. You know Instead I mean? of acid, you get an instruction manual. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get there one day. Don't worry. <laughs> Just keep listening. Anyway, yeah. That's, but that, that's and if you can't, cool, if you can't listen to the metal stuff, listen to the piano covers. No, watching that, watching both. that dude play that on piano when I was grabbing that. Oh my clip god, was dude. insane! Like I can't even. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Like I you mean, said, that's cyborg. Don't you think that like Zappa is kind of like that? Well, yeah, but I don't Some know places. that Zappa could actually like physically. No, do no, that. no. I mean yeah. like, but I mean like for me, like Zappa is another one that's like you have to kind of like bend yourself to listen to it and like fully mm-hmm. appreciate it. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. And jazz and like Miles Davis, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it, you have to, you know, you you. Put in some for work. someone who's never heard it before, you might have to say like, look, they're improvising. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's things that you need to understand about the music before you go into it or to further appreciate it and this is yeah. really funny to me because i would double down my grateful dead com- comment that's fine and and you and you know you're a you're a grateful dead fan i am now right mm-hmm. exactly yeah. so there you go and you will you ever go back no exactly that's what i'm saying it's like once you see it once you see it that way you're like oh that's what it is yeah that's yeah. why the grateful dead fills stadiums mm-hmm that's why Meshuggah is like doubling its crowds every single f-ing tour. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just because they're like, they're not good looking. Okay. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just more and more people are starting to get it. Get it. Yeah. Cool. That's all. I, you know, and Wait, I'm not trying to spread the word. Definitely the not word. like coming from a place of, I wish everyone could get it. I know. You know I what know. I'm saying? I know. Like, we know. We know. You're just, yeah. Time. Yeah. You know. All right. So. Uh, as I described earlier in this show, I've been on the road a lot hmm. this summer. It's starting to make me a little batty. <laughs> a little road weary. Um, a little road weary. You know, it's just when you're traveling a lot, and I know you guys have both been, you know, at points in your life where you're traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, It can be a little bit uh, jarring after a while when you're constantly in places that are maybe like familiar but not home okay you know for for long sure. periods of time sure sure and uh, so even even from our perspective you're in a hotel room right now that looks like 
five other hotel rooms that we've seen you in before. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's familiar, but I know it's a different hotel room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all they're usually Holiday Inn Expresses. <laughs> okay. All right. Good point system. I, yeah, I was actually telling somebody the other day, like, you know, you're a professional touring musician when you know which way the ice machine is, <laughs> just for just by listening for the hum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I step, I step out of the room and I go, oh, it's this way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it, but it's it, it's it, it's a life, you know, and and it's a, it's not always like this, but it has been uh, ever since like the kind of the floodgates opened back up from COVID. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've been on tour a lot, and it's been great, but it also um, it kind of makes you weary after a while. And this past weekend, we had a. Uh, we had a great show in Asheville, North Carolina, at a place called the Orange Peel. Okay, yeah, dude, I uh, saw some of the pictures of that on Facebook. It looked great. Yeah, it was a fun show, and uh, it was our first time playing there. Is not my first time in Asheville. I think I'd been there like two or three times before, but everybody else in the band had never been there, and they were joking like, "Oh, great, we get to go back to North Carolina," which don't get me wrong, hey, man, a lot North of fun... Carolina is hip these days. It's cool. But there's also, you know, not all hip, you know. Not all. <laughs> um, it's kind of like Texas, right? There's like some pockets. But Asheville sure. is definitely one of those places that's like, it's like the Austin of North Carolina. Right. In the sense yeah. that, you know, there's a lot of, um, how do it's I call it? college town. It, yeah. Yes. And, uh, but it's more than that because you have college towns, like, it's not Chapel Hill college town. It's like a right. very, it's very art focused art centric okay. um and uh like kind of let your freak flag fly a little bit but and it's in this beautiful location i don't know i mean it's just like in the middle of these mountains um anyway it was a fun night and the uh the weekend ended in manassas virginia with this like really awesome concert series at a place called farm brew live Okay. Which had like several restaurants. I mean, there was basically, it was a free event. There was like, I think like at least 2,000, if not more people there. Wow. It was nice. wild. Um, so that was great. There was and a which concert. Which was this with? Red Not Chili Peppers. We want Chili Willy. We want Just Chili Willy. Sure we knew. want yeah, Chili Willy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anybody it was, who, for anybody who's new to the podcast. Right. right that's right, made right, it right. this far. Sure, sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. So. This uh, the uh, the second show of this run though was uh, and I won't I won't say where it was because I don't want to say anything too bad about it but I mean I, w I do want to say bad things about it but I, I don't want to say it. Is it, it in Ohio? Ohio? Okay, All right. Ohio. that's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> this show was really frustrating for uh, uh, for to all of us for a number of reasons. What happened? And um, I know you guys so. When we got there, we were told basically that the um, the sound guy who was supposed to be on it was on his honeymoon and like just told everybody. Okay. So they got this. They brought this other guy Whoa. in, and he had no basically like no idea what was going on, and, you know. And it's like he di he didn't really understand the board. He didn't. And instead of kind of admitting this up front, he sort of like strung us along. To the point oh, where we're just no. like doing this like horribly long, completely counter, not productive sound check while our dinner is getting cold in the green room. 
you know, at <laughs> well, some point well, he learns how to use the board. Yeah, right? and and then he and and but he's not learning. He's like oh. failing. You know, like okay, you know, over and over. Oh, oh let me turn. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, can I get can I get this uh, this uh, floor tom in the ears? You know, like he's like and like no no not no no like not even. It's like just nothing, 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 nothing. But can I get? <laughs> And, and then Pete would hit the second time, and it was like extremely loud. And I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" You know, like, can you can you turn that in the second time? It's like, it's like he had all the lines mixed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. for you guys, it was especially you, Jay. It was like an AV like disaster, right? You, you know, and this doesn't happen very often. It happens sometimes, but I, 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 when I was it happens, hope- it's awful. It doesn't have to be. If he had come and said, look, here's the deal. I got this call a couple hours ago. Right. I hate to admit it, but I am in over my head. I do not understand this board. Right. I right. don't understand. Normally, I would, I'm would. i a good sound guy. I promise. I just, I'm having a huge issue with this board right now. What can we do to make this Right. comfortable yeah. because right. we don't need like the amazing mix every night in our right. in our ears you know we just need it to be functional right okay mm-hmm. and honestly like if we have to use wedges sometimes that's cool you know i used to use wedges well, every night sure uh so wedges being like the the yeah the monitors, the monitors on the point floor, back at you right the speakers that are pointing at you know to yeah. the audience it's like you know we use in-ear monitors um to a save our hearing and also because it's just they've gotten really really good and mm-hmm. um it's just a better mix so i don't know I, I i he but he wouldn't he just kept insisting on like being able to you know and so I've the sound the sound was awful on on stage for us i don't think it was particularly great in the house not, not that you know people didn't complain but i'm sure it wasn't as good as it could have been that's unfortunate and and it just reminded me of this bit that i was trying to maybe start up with you oh, guys oh. all right yeah of just like you know my tour stories or my war stories or as i like to call it torer stories <laughs> and now presenting torer stories <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, so, tour stories. Um, yeah, tour. What are we doing? No, no, it's not a game. I mean, maybe yeah. it will be a game eventually, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's actually this isn't a game. This is my life. Okay. okay. No, <laughs> All right. Not a game. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and listen, you you know, I'm, we've all had our moment. I, Jay, I know you've got a couple tour stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I thought I'd go back down memory lane. I'll, I'll share one with you tonight because I know we've been, we've been running a little long. Okay. That's fantastic. Um, Please. So <laughs> this dates back to probably the year 2005. Uh, 2005. When okay. I first started touring. Mm-hmm. And so is this Oddsar era? This is Oddsar. Yeah. Oddsar. I mean, damn, we might have to play a clip of Oddsar. Oh, <sighs> Should we? Are you guys on Spotify? Yeah, I think so. Let's see here. I haven't checked in a minute, but odds are you are. Yes, yes. Okay. Give me a song. Give me a song. Uh, let me see. More from you, Crutch, El Cajon Pass, Spinning Disc, Spell, Reborn, The Tide. Yeah, play uh, El Cajon Pass. Is cool. I like that song. 
hashtag. I feel like I'm mm. in Fletcher's right now. Dude. Mm. Yeah, bro. So we were. At, so that actually is uh, the record they recorded before I joined the band, um, self-titled. And so I learned those parts and uh, hit the road with them. And so cool. we were driving in a 15-passenger, uh, you know, total crud muffin of a van. Um, <laughs> and But it was so exciting for me because I'd never been out there you know um uh not in not in those circumstances where you're just out there basically it's like an adventure it's like being in, in like i compared it to summer camp a lot you know because <laughs> right. you're just kind of like out there you just don't know what's going to happen next and um it's a very exciting feeling and in some ways exceeded my expectations and some came way below my mm-hmm. expectations right um because you hear about you know like led zeppelin being on tour and stuff and you're like oh that's gonna be us it's like no (laughs) not at all um and you learn that pretty quick but at the same but what was cool about it is that we were all we were good friends you know and and so we got we got through it and it was just four of us in a van no crew or anything right right um and definitely some like really uh low standards Sure. For, you know, hygiene and nutrition. And <laughs> uh, but we were just out there trying to party, man. You know, like, right, honestly, right. we were trying to play the rock show and, and have fun. Um, we would talk, try to meet people at the show and convince them to st- let us stay at their house. Oh, that was a, that was a tactic? <laughs> yeah. Classic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It worked. What was know? the over? Yeah. What was the over under on that? I mean, I would say like we we hardly ever stayed in hotels. We were normally in the van or at someone's house. Nice. Uh, and when we were in someone's house, it wasn't like there were four beds. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? Nope, so, but it did have AC. <laughs> well, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at a ceiling. Yeah, but we definitely had uh, some some nights in the van. You know, which mm-hmm. uh, it's so funny now because when you hear people like complaining about how hard it is to be. A musician and be on tour you have these comments like just sleep in the van <laughs> right like, right like, yeah you, you got all been on a, a, yeah yeah you ever slept in a van <laughs> it's, like it is not fun man <laughs> no there's all the wrong lumps yep yeah you know, yeah you can't do it more than two three nights no you know kills like, your back. one maybe you know like you and, and but anyway Still, it was a good time. You know, like this hotel, I mean, this hotel room, dude, pff, pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. We literally would not eat a Cracker Barrel because it was too expensive. Okay. You know? Right. I remember some. I told that to someone later and they're like, well, how is that like too expensive? Like what else is there? Yeah. See, man, Oliver Anthony's singing for you, bro. I mean, bro, like it resonates, you know? Like, you know, sure. it started at the bottom, now we're here, I guess, you know, but whatever. Um... So one night we were out in Wichita, uh, okay. Kansas, and they had done a national tour opening for this band called Dog Fashion Disco. Yeah. So they'd actually rolled through this town before, and when we got there, they had already made the friends that would, at whose house we would be sleeping at. Nice. And I can't Work is remember done. the dude's name, but I remember the girl's name was Ginny. I think, I, you know, this, this is so far back, sure. and I haven't kept in touch with some of these people, but it'll be Jimmy, Ginny for tonight. Yeah, and so we pulled up to this house in Wichita. This is like maybe, you know, a week into this tour. And uh, 
so now we're like fully into it. You know, we've been like smelling each other for a week straight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we get to this house and they're like, oh, this is going to be so great. We're staying at their house. I was like, okay, sweet. And I get in. It's like this like shack. Sure. Um, but the dude who's, uh, so it was a couple and the guy, what we, we let's just call him Jim, right? Okay. Sure. Jim, Jim Jenny. He played in a band and that's how, oh, I guess they met because, um, Jim's band had played it on the same bill as Odds Are the first time that Odds Are rolled through. Anyway, he, being a musician and being kind of a little older and a little hipper, had already started getting into like modern vinyl. Okay. okay. So that was like the one of the first times. Five is early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, as far as like he had like this, he had Queens of Stone Age rated X. Mm. Nice. I don't know if you know about rated X. Yeah. So there's rated R, the album rated R, but they they've had a special edition rated X, which had this yes. extra song on it, and I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Dude, it's got this bonus track. You want to check it out?" And so he played it. It sounded amazing, and the mm-hmm. song is incredible. Right. I forget the name of the song, but it's like, you know, I was like, "This is one of my favorite albums right now." I didn't even know this existed, and I, I that inspired me to get to start vinyl collecting. As soon as I got back, I got a player and. Oh yeah, speakers and the whole you know it was it was over after that, but the house was you know these people weren't you know yeah it's like Oliver Anthony mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean, like, I mean it wasn't like off the grid I'm exaggerating but it it wasn't a complete shack it was on a street on a suburban street in Wichita <laughs> oh, you know what I mean okay. but it wasn't like a you know it was kind of a dump you know mm-hmm. and um they were uh, you know the girl had all these tattoos and stuff and I was like okay this is cool you know. They're, they're being so nice for letting us stay here, <laughs> which meant like, you know, two of you guys get couches and two of you guys get to sleep on the floor. Better, than, better than the van. Slightly better than the van. Slightly better um, than the van. And I, of course, had to sleep on the floor. <laughs> so we go to play the show. The show is like a pitiful failure. Uh, it was at this massive club i have no idea like looking back i'm like who booked this show <laughs> and you know it's like literally like maybe like the worst attended show ever you know it's like like literally nobody there mm-hmm. it's huge place and we had to play and we were op- we, we played and we did our set and the stage was like even though it was a huge room the stage was really tiny <laughs> no sense and uh <laughs> This other band, and I'm gonna name them because I've they're still going. They're called NYC, and it was like these aging '80s guys. I actually just saw the guy at Nam this last April. <laughs> really? Walking by, I took a photo and I sent it to you know without him knowing. I took this like photo and I was like, "Dude, NYC is here." Okay, so we played our set. NYC played theirs. Th- these guys were out of their minds. This guy is like. I described the show to you just now, right? There's like nobody there. Right. right. <laughs> this guy is like chucking guitars to his stage tech, like from across the stage and stuff, <laughs> doing all this rock star stuff. Jay, you would have loved it. Oh my god, <laughs> it was really wild. And so I don't know. We 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 got out of there. I don't. I can imagine we got paid zero dollars. Right. Um. The only success was I I successfully flirted with one of the like cute girls that worked there for a while. Hey. And uh, yeah. So that, that's one good positive thing that I remember. I also, at the time, it was like sponsored by Jägermeister or something. And, you know, like, so okay. we were all just like, we were drunk right. on like, off of like horrible, you know, booze. Jägermeister, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and like, yeah, whatever. 
we get back to uh, the house and I feel like absolute dog shit. and I should mention that earlier in the day they were like hey by the way this is our bedroom door we leave the door closed because we actually have a boa constrictor <laughs> and it's normally in the cage but sometimes especially at night we let it chill under our bed and they were like, but, we, but don't worry, we'll leave the door closed because so it, it can't get out. They're like, they're like, especially with you guys here, that would be really bad. And we're like, okay. So we get back to the house, and I'm just, hey, wait, you know, and, like, and you're and you're on you're on you're on the floor. I'm on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the floor. It's like probably three a.m. and before it's like lights out, you know. Oh boy. Yeah. Everybody passes out. I think like maybe an hour goes by and I wake up and it's like almost pitch black. I'm kind of like, you know, not up, not, not wake up, but I'm kind of like, huh? What's going on? And I, awesome. and I open my eyes and I'm, I'm on the floor and I'm facing the bedroom door and I look oh and the door is open. Oh my God. And I, <laughs> I, 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 before I even moved a muscle, I thought I was in the book. I, th- I was like, this thing is probably already wrapped. It's helpful. Yeah, yeah. Done. You know, it's it, done. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm, yeah, this is my last breath. Like, I wasn't in a sleeping bag when I went to sleep. Why am yeah, I right, so right, right. Why, Yeah, why am I so... Right. Why am I so cozy? Why, exactly. Why am I so cozy right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I'm so... Mm-mm. Did that wait? Yeah. Did, that, did, did that chick from the club follow me back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, I basically just shot up. <laughs> like you know and i just ran to the van <laughs> and slept in the van you did well, you didn't you didn't actually see this thing i didn't see it i didn't enough. actually see it but i but i knew that the door was open and i just couldn't yeah and i slept in the van for probably like two hours before the sun came up and it was oh, just like you know and then all bleary eyed and right you know, hung over Oh my god. It was a nightmare. Uh yeah. But so anyway, one of my that that's that's one I like to come back to, especially for people Tourist. who don't like snakes. Taurus. That's stories. a good one. Indeed. And now presenting Taurus Stories. <laughs> that was, that nice. was pretty good. That Thank was you. pretty good. <laughs> well I'll try to sir. think of some more. I definitely have more more oh dude you yeah. are i mean i've never been on a tour but i got plenty of really good shows like you, single you've show done, stories. i mean you've done some weekend warrior stuff dude it's just yeah you know once you know it's true and look you guys have been in bands. The, the crows yeah. band oh man yeah oh, exactly yeah. and uh yeah let's 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 open it up you know if, if, if this rings back some some horrible memories let's talk about it <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we're doing here. Thank you, Mr. Logan. Exactly. Oh, you got it. Fantastic. Beautiful. All right. It's been, it's, it's been kind of a long one tonight. I hope uh, th- th- you know uh, whoever's been listening. Let's. Uh, well, you know, yeah. Thank you for the. Thank you for taking the ride. Heck yeah. yeah. Didn't feel long. We'll see. No. We'll see when it's cut down. Yeah. That's true. I I, I did take a break to put my laundry in. <laughs> we weren't supposed to talk about that. Greg. That's oh, right. 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 I got right. water. Sorry, my bad. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, before we divulge any more intimate secrets, let's uh, let's get the show on the road. Uh, Mr. Greg, why don't you tell the five folks how to get in touch with us, should they choose to do so, sir? You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at yscipodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Our X handle is at shouldcheck. 
listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever podcasts are heard. Leave a review, and as always, tell a friend you should check it out. Indeed you should. We'll be back here next week. Uh-huh. <laughs> See you guys. It's been great. Later. <laughs> F-